Welcome to Nigeria Daily, a daily podcast from Daily Trust. I am Lilian Ogazi. In this episode, we'll be doing the review of Nigeria's economy for the year 2021. And with me over the phone to talk about the year's review is our business editor. I'm Sunday Michael Ogu, Deputy Business Editor of Daily Trust Newspaper. All right, let's start with positive now. What are the major positive economic policies that have been made this year that has favored Nigerians and the economy in general? major economic policy. Essentially, I think it's in staying consistent with um, with previous policies uh, such that there is no major disruption in the polity. Uh, you recall that at the beginning of the year, uh, we started with the increase of, of VAT from 5 to 7.5%, all in a bid to share up government revenue to be able to intervene in more fiscal areas of the economy. So that was positive in a way because rather than going a borrowing, uh, was another way of uh, raising revenue, especially if you consider the fact that uh, uh, most of the tax revenues actually go to the state government. So that has, that has in a way supported the subnational government in Nigeria. We also saw the positive introduction of uh, the tax credit mm. policy of the federal government, which was another ingenious and innovative way of raising finances for infrastructure, you know, uh, rather than going to borrow. Uh, companies we know that pay very huge taxes. Uh, the government came up with policy that encouraged them to build infrastructures that would then be will be taken out of their taxes over a period of time. And you know the infrastructures will be readily available to support their operations also and ease their their cost of doing business. So uh, there are quite a number of um, policies you know that were supportive of the economy. We kept seeing. From the monetary policy side, a continuous reduction in the inflation uh, figures, even though food inflation um, had continued to remain high. We also saw um, a, a growth in the GDP, you know, from 0.5% in the first quarter to 5% in the second quarter and then to 4% in the third quarter. You know, so these are all signals of some kind of positive vibe, may not be very very significant but what's important that is that there had been some kind of growth especially if you consider that we were coming in from a covid year where mm. practically every every aspect of our economy had to shut down mm. you know in response to the lockdown and 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 all the other uh, disastrous effects that it had on uh, manufacturing and our economic activities. Okay, so from what you've said so far now, you said we had GDP increase, and you've yeah. mentioned a few positives, and you said yeah. despite the fact that there is still food inflation going on. Now, through yeah. the year, we've done several episodes where we've spoken yeah. to people on the streets, and yeah. their major complaint is incrementing prices of goods and food yeah. inflation, obviously. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. that for the positives we've had so far, it has not affected food inflation from beginning of the year till date? Yes, um, and there are quite a number of reasons for that, okay? First of all, we saw heightened security situation across areas that were major food producers for the country. You know, Zamfara came under heavy bandit attack. Lately, Sokoto, um, Kaduna, uh, Borono has continued to struggle, Yobe uh, once in a while. Um, and even as recent as Nasarawa. Now, all of these security challenges meant that farmers 
had to practically relocate from areas where they were used to farming. So the implication for farming is that they had reduced labor on the farmland and by implication reduced output, all right? Yeah. And at other times, you know, farming is a seasonal thing in Nigeria. Mm. Uh, you have to plant at a particular time. You have to weed at a particular time. You have to apply the fertilizer at a particular time. Now, supposing you have done the planting and when you are supposed to go back for weeding, your place come under serious insurgency. Uh, you abandon that. By the time you return to do the weeding later, it will not have as much impact because the weeds would have overrun the capacity of your plants to achieve maximum growth and maximum yield. So you're saying insecurity affected food production yeah, it was and affected major, the economy? Yes, it was a major, major significant... It had a major and significant impact on um, food security and by implication. Uh, because food is a very vital component in the home, it features significantly, you know, most of our income actually goes into food. Um, so that was one. Uh, another major component that kept creeping up was the exchange rate. You know, we saw a devaluation within the year, uh, which has seen parallel market rates of the dollar shoot to as much as, in fact, it went up to nearly 600, around 580, 590 at some point before it came down to around 565, where it has been for a while. But even at that, that's really huge. Considering that we are a high importing country, about 50% of the things we consume from wheat and the rest of that are imported. So today, within the year alone, a bread that was selling for 250, 350 is today selling for 700 naira. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's one way because all of those components are imported and the dollar has shot from where it used to be to another level. Naturally, these importers will pass the buck to you and I. Oh. And, and so it meant if on the average, in a week, you used to spend about 2,000 naira for bread for you and your household. Today, you'll be spending around 4,000 naira, you know. Those were the components that really impacted on, on, the food, on the food inflation. And this also affected regular cooking gas, amongst other things. Absolutely. Mm. So uh, the cooking gas, as you know, we produce less than 30% of what we use domestically. It is mm. imported, uh, you know. So uh, we saw cooking gas go from 4,000 to about 9,000 today. Um, so... That was another component. Electricity was increased three times yes, last year. through the course of the year. You know, mm. So uh, the, unit, the amount of units you used to get for a 5,000 recharge that will probably take you two, three weeks or a month before will just be barely enough for a week or two today, despite the athletic uh, power supply. supply. So you see, these little economic activities, in a way, you know, impacted on our capacity, you know, on, on the value of our income. You know, what you, you take 20,000, 30,000 to the market today, you may just come back with a black nylon leather full of items. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Um, thank you very much, dear Mr. Sunday. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download this episode on Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also listen in on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. We'll be going on a short break. Do stay. <music> It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. 
to listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our episodes on Sprout, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. In this episode, we're looking at a review of Nigeria's economy for the year 2021. As the year is wrapping up, I want to look at those economic decisions that have been taken and how it's affected our lives as Nigerians. And with me over the phone, um, talking to me about this, is our business editor, Sunday Michael Ogu. Hi, Sunday. Thank you very much. Thank for you for, for staying with us now. Um, so back to our conversation now. We've spoken about the positive policies that have been made and how these policies have affected the lives of the regular Nigerians. Now, mm. Let's quickly talk about this one caught my attention. The electricity tariff now that has really affected Nigerians. Is it of any yeah. benefit to the economy? Are we seeing any economic growth? Is it giving anything back to the economy as much as it's affecting the lives of Nigerians negatively? You know, if I have to apply sentiments and I would want to speak like an ordinary Nigerian, then you would want to say uh, there is really no justification for the increase in tariff, especially because output has not increased. Like the number of hours I get electricity has not improved. If anything, it has actually gone worse, right? But speaking realistically, because we have devaluated and because the supply of electricity and everything it takes to generate and transmit is done in dollar, whether you talk about spare parts for repair and all the expatriates and all, it means that they are spending more, you know, to, to provide the literal electricity. And right from the beginning, there were arrangements over how these electricity tariffs were going to be reviewed over a period of time, and they've not been able to do that. So it was only fair that if we need to keep the companies in business, then we must have to also allow them charge a market-reflective tariff. Okay, so all these policies, the positive policies you've made mention of, and this review they've made through the year now, have they been of any positive impact to the lives of Nigerians, or do we look forward to see any positive impact in the nearest future? Ideally, when a review is done, first of all, it is designed to keep the company in business. They are in business. You know, they are, the companies are floated by private capital. They are but not government. This is beyond companies. the tariff now. This is beyond yeah. the tariff. All other policies yeah, so, that have been made. Well, policies, naturally, you know, when, when policies are made, you don't begin to immediately see the impact mm. on the ground. You know, policies take time to mature. So some of the infrastructure that the government is targeting naturally should make us better, right? If people have moved around lately, you would have seen that they've been laying, the telecoms companies have been laying up optic fiber cables Mm -hmm. everywhere. When these optic fiber cables are complete, when they are commissioned, we are better off as citizens because we will now see increased broadband penetration. We begin to experience internet of things. Our world will begin to take classes online that are seamless, that are smooth, that feels like, you know, so those are positives in a way, but I mean, they take time. All right. Um, Now, as um, a business editor, one who has been in the system reviewing government policies on economy and all of that now, you've understood how our economy has been over time in different administrations. Now, for a country that is just coming out from COVID and near recession and recession and all of that, now, would you say we performed good this year? I think the, the word really is that we have managed to keep our heads out of water, but the the consensus is that we we have the potentials to do even better 
right? Um, so on the one hand, I wouldn't say we are we have done so bad because we are better off in quite a number of other places. But if you if you compare that with our potentials, then it means where we are is just a child's play. There is really so much more that we should be doing. Have you imagined if we had improved electricity? Imagine if the every Nigerian household has between 18 and 20 hours of light every day and the small barbing salon doesn't have to run a gen and households don't have to run a gen to preserve even the soup that they prepare. You know, imagine if there were no insecurity in all the states we talked about and we, we had our farmers producing more food, we probably wouldn't be buying a rubber of beans for 1,200 naira, mm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so imagine we could guarantee security and people can move freely, you know, we would not be seeing situations where airlines are charging as much as 130,000 naira to travel between Lagos and Abuja. You can imagine what safety, security and infrastructure would do for this economy. Okay, now, briefly before we go, what is yeah. the way forward? What should we look forward to come 2022? Being that there are so many activities, campaigns for elections will begin. <laughs> are we going to, we might most likely, I wouldn't want to be negative, but we might most likely not see an end to the current insecurity. So food inflation is still something that we're still going to keep battling with. Are there policies you think that the government can come up with that would help ease the life of Nigerians, especially in the pact of food inflation that will better the economy in 2022? I think we have seen enough of policy. Okay. What Nigeria is asking for is nothing complex. Okay. Guarantee security of life and property. That way people can go about their normal businesses and they would in turn generate sufficient economic activities to sustain the household and by, by extension the economy. So security, security, security is the watchword. Consistency of government policy, you know, uh, you don't say something today and tomorrow you come up with something and the day after, you know. So once we have this consistency, if we can improve power supply and we guarantee security and we are able to keep energy prices low. In this case, I'm talking about fuel prices. Mm. If we can quickly conclude the turnaround Benturians to the refinery, and hopefully, if we have Dangote refinery come up by the mid of um, 2022, then because we spend over 50% of our incomes on this thing. If we can, if we can guarantee those, then we can begin to see some level of um, growth that would in turn impact positively on the economy. All right. That was Sunday Michael Ogu, our Deputy Business Editor. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Sunday. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossproud.com or even listening on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio and Apple Podcasts. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. I am Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.